there are so many opportunities that as a entrepreneur or business owner that you can create for yourself that you necessarily you could do it working a full-time job but it would be a bit more difficult but it's definitely attainable but when you step into the world of entrepreneurship you create opportunities for yourself you're listening to nurses on fire the podcast for nurses by nurses aspiring to financial independence. I'm your host, Nasima McElroy of Financially Intentional. Let's spark some flames, y'all. Have you started on your journey towards financial independence or want to do better with your money and don't know where to start? Well, this training is for you. I encourage you to head over to financiallyintentional.com live to sign up for our next free masterclass where I'll teach you the techniques I've used and taught my clients to master money and build wealth. During this free training, you'll learn the most powerful weapon you have at your disposal to launch into financial freedom, the budgeting method that will free up thousands of dollars a month to achieve your financial goals, the common mistakes to avoid while paying off debt, and how to rapidly slay debt. You don't want to miss this. So head over to financiallyintentional.com slash live or click the button in the show notes to register for our next free masterclass. Hi, welcome to the Nurses of Fire podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, welcome and cheers to igniting your fire. I would be eternally grateful if you took a moment to subscribe, leave a review, and share with other nurses that you know could benefit. Make sure to head over to nursesonfirepodcast.com slash win to find out how to be entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card for leaving a review. We're also on YouTube, you guys. Make sure you head over to Nurses on Fire podcast.com slash youtube and make sure you subscribe speaking of reviews and subscribing here is a recent review left by the budgeting latina so many aha moments friends there are so many podcasts out there but nurses on fire podcast speaks to me on so many levels as a nurse a mother a minority and someone who strives to be a better vision of themselves professionally, personally, and financially. You won't be disappointed. The guests on the show bring so much knowledge and share golden nuggets to help you be your best selves. I'm so glad this podcast exists. We need this. Thank you, Nasima, for creating this. This view really, really touched my heart. Thank you so much to the Budgeting Latina for leaving that review. All right, so let's hop into this week's episode. And in this episode, we talked to Dr. Jessica Chung about getting outside your comfort zone and blazing your own nursing trail. Dr. Jessica Chung is an educator, a researcher, a prolific speaker, a healthcare provider, and a business owner. Determined to follow in her grandmother's footsteps, Jessica attended NYC College of Technology and received her associate's degree in nursing in 2009. She later obtained her bachelor's degree in nursing from Utica College. Jessica worked at various hospitals 
then maintained a master's degree in nursing from South University with a family nurse practitioner concentration. In 2018, she received her doctoral degree in nursing practice from Samford University. And in 2019, one of Dr. Chung's dreams came true as she opened her own private practice, JC Healthcare and Associates in Tampa, Florida. Episode 34 of the Nurses on Fire podcast, this nurse created her own opportunities. I am super honored to have Dr. Jessica Chung join us on the Nurses on Fire podcast. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Nasima. And Jessica has an extraordinary story of how she was able to start her own practice as a nurse practitioner and is teaching others how to do so. So, Jessica, tell us how you got started in nursing, and then we'll talk about where you are now. All right. So I got started in nursing. Actually, I had considered two majors while I was in undergrad and probably like a lot of people, I knew I wanted to go into medical field. And so I considered pre-med. I did. I was a biology major. I did that for a year and I just wasn't feeling it. So, and then I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll do accounting. I'm good with numbers. Who think I was good with? Math and numbers and science. So it was always math or science. And I was like, well, I don't know how I'll do with that. And so finally, I just made literally like a last minute decision to go into the nursing program. And now that I think about it, hindsight, I did that. And that was all faith because I took all the courses, had no idea if I was even going to actually get into the nursing program. But lo and behold, I made it. I'm in. I made it through and I'm here now. Right. I love that you started in undergrad. And it's crazy because, like you said, I was pre-med and then I didn't really know any nurses. And so I was just like, be a doctor. People are always pushing to be a doctor. So I was like, why would I be a nurse? And somebody was like, you should really get into the nursing program. And I thought that they were insulting me. This is, you know, 18 year old me. And so I was like, why would I be a nurse if I was going to be a doctor? Like, why would you say that? But that was the last year that they offered a nursing program at USC. And I wish my roommate across the hall was in the nursing program and she's a DMP as well. And I wish I would have went to nursing school then. Like that's one of my biggest regrets. So yeah, same path, (laughs) two different decisions. So you went to nursing school undergrad, but now you're a doctorate in nursing. So talk to me about that journey. Well, one thing when I went into nursing, I knew I wanted to be a nurse practitioner. And my story was I actually was talking to a classmate in a biology class, I believe it was. And he was telling me how his mom was a nurse practitioner. At that time, this was back 2004, 2005. I don't think I had ever heard of that term, that profession. And it definitely wasn't saturated back then in the early 2000s. And I was like, wait, so you mean to tell me like your mom's a nurse, but she could do things that physicians can do? And I was like, oh, you know, I like the way that sounds. I like that. So when I went into nursing school, I knew I wanted to be a nurse practitioner. That was, or at least I thought that was my end goal. So I was a registered nurse for a couple years, not very long. I think I did nursing for about three years before I decided to go back for my master's degree. 
So finally went back for my master's degree in 2013, graduated in 2015 with my concentration as a family nurse practitioner. And I thought I was done. I was like, cool, I got my master's, I'm a nurse practitioner, going to go out, make more money, you know, do what nurse practitioners do. And it wasn't until about a year later, I had a conversation with my pastor who encourages me so much. And he was like, you need to go back for your doctorate. It's like, no, sir. <laughs> you don't know how much money I've spent. You don't know how many years I've been in school. You don't know how tired I am. I don't feel that calling. I don't think so. And as you can see, I listened. I obeyed. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. So sometimes you need mentors, whether career, whether they're just coach mentors or even spiritual mentors. I am so glad that I went back because there's just opportunities and doors and that open for me and that because I have my doctorate, I was able to leverage that in so many ways. So that's how I made it here. Yes, I love it. I admire you. <laughs> yeah. Getting a doctorate isn't on my radar, but believe me, it's been offered. But yeah, I found that I'm an FNP as well. And I'm in California though. And it was just a real opportunity cost to actually work as an FNP because the pay is lower and it's substantially lower in the clinics versus the hospitals just because of the way our unions are set up. And I don't know, I don't like clinic work. <laughs> so the only way that I ever saw myself being FMP was to start my own practice. But when I was graduating from nursing school, I looked, I searched for resources on how a nurse practitioner can start their own practice. And there was nothing there. There was like maybe this little ebook, like that was like a dollar or something out there, but it didn't really have that much information. And so I was just like, well, might as well just keep on making the good money that I'm making. And so I never even used my MP license and I graduated almost embarrassing to say like eight years ago, but you have solved that problem, right? I would like to say that I did for at least for me, I would like to say I did. Mm -hmm. So tell us about what you help other nurse practitioners do. Well, what I basically am, and I have an upcoming workshop in April 4th, 2020 in Tampa, Florida. And basically what I'm doing is I am taking a year and a half worth of research, a year and a half worth of trial and error, a year and a half worth of saving. <laughs> and I'm just taking everything that I've learned from different places, different resources, and I am basically just providing that to other nurse practitioners who were in my same predicament where, you know, and I'm not going to tell you, I haven't had a great career. I've had a position where six figures was easy. There's no problem there. But when you're starting to see how much time am I trading for this salary Am I really making $60, $65, $70 an hour if I add up all the hours that I'm working? Or am I making $30, which I can go back to the floor and work three twelves and have four days off a week? So I started to think about it and I said, well, in some cases, it's not always about the money. And you have to look at other things. How are you trading your time for that money? And because time is money. And so I just want to show other nurse practitioners that it is 
attainable. It is doable. And you just have to make a decision if it's for you. You know, if you are okay working and climbing the ladder where you are, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I just found an opportunity. A doors were opening for me and I was being led in this direction. And, you know, it's definitely, for me, it's definitely a dream come true. Right. So in helping nurses like have their own practice and start their own business, what are some things that you feel like will allow them to create their own financial freedom? Like how is this different from working for somebody else or working just on the floor as a nurse, like going back to being a floor nurse? Right. So one thing I am learning and I'm literally seeing this like kind of unfold before my eyes every day is that there are so many opportunities that as an entrepreneur or business owner that you can create for yourself that you necessarily, you could do it working a full-time job, but it would be a bit more difficult, but it's definitely attainable. But when you step into the world of entrepreneurship, you create opportunities for yourself. You can do things that, like, for example, me, I'm doing things that I could not find on the internet. I've researched, I've looked for a workshop, maybe a class that would help nurse practitioners start their own business, and I couldn't find it. So basically, what did I do? I created an opportunity for self. And that's what I would say to someone who is a nurse who's still working on the floor or working a full-time benefited job as to why would you go this route? Well, you can create opportunities for yourself. Who said that your salary had to be capped at $100,000 a year? Why couldn't you exceed that? You know, who said that all you had to do was healthcare as a nurse practitioner? There's so much you could do. I mean, in terms of healthcare, who said it only had to be outpatient or hospitalist? You can consult. You can do product reviews. You can do education to other healthcare professionals. There's so much that the industry can use from our knowledge as nurse practitioners that the possibilities and opportunities are endless. Can you speak to some of the things that you've been able to do just being a nurse entrepreneur? Make my own schedule. If there's not one thing that I love, it's I love to have my own schedule. I love to just do things when and how I want to. Now, does that mean I just feel like, oh, I want to wake up at 10 a.m.? No. Whether I'm actually going into the office or going into work or something, I have a schedule. I get up in the morning. I do my routine, whatever it is I need to do. Because one thing about being an entrepreneur, you have to have discipline. You have to have discipline. You have to know discipline because or else you're going to fall apart. Your business is going to fall apart if you don't have discipline. But that's one thing I love is that having more freedom of my time. There are days where I work more than I want to. Then there's days where I work less than I want to. (laughs) So it goes both ways. But in the end, there's pros and cons to everything. And going this out for me, there's definitely more pros than cons. I'm known as a debt slayer because of the $200,000 in student loans I slayed in two and a half years. I hated those loans and dealing with the loan servicers. I was head down and focused and wanted to get rid of the debt as soon as possible. Knocking out these loans and seeing a zero loan balance was one of the most liberating feelings I have ever felt. 
But recently I learned that by not optimizing my student loan payoff strategy, I lost money. I'm talking about big money, y'all. I could have saved $80,000 if I had a customized student loan plan by the team at Student Loan Planner. Please don't make the same mistake as me. If you have student loan debt, especially in the six figures, head over to studentloanplanner.com slash financially intentional to get your customized student loan plan today. Do you know how your retirement funds are invested? Do you know how much you're paying in fees? Chances are you're on the same boat as some of my coworkers. Some of them set up their retirement when they first got hired and never looked at it again. Some have let a computer select their investments and don't even know what they're invested in. Worst of all, some people have their retirement funds sitting in a savings account and they're not even invested in the market because they're afraid to lose money. That's hella scary, y'all. What's even scarier is that some of you listening don't even have a clue what I'm talking about. And guess what? This is super common. This has to change today. Let Bloom do the work for you. Head over to financiallyintentional.com slash Bloom and get your free retirement account analysis. They'll check and see if your retirement account is optimized for you and they'll let you know if you're paying too much in fees. That's Bloom with three O's. Bloom can also manage your retirement account on an ongoing basis so you can take the stress out of retirement planning. If you choose to work with Bloom, their fees are incredibly low, less than your Netflix subscription. You have enough to worry about. Let Bloom handle your retirement account. The hardest thing you'll have to do when it comes to your retirement is remember that Bloom is spelled with three O's. Head over to financiallyintentional.com slash Bloom. Remember, spelled with three O's and get your retirement account squared away today. So this is a financial podcast. So what are some money mistakes that you've made along your journey? Money mistakes. So boy. So let's go back to undergrad. So for the nurses that are in school or even nurse practitioners going back to school, if you can get as much free money as possible, if somebody would have told me, sit down and apply for some scholarships, let somebody else pay for your schooling, I would have done it. But I didn't hear that a lot. And so therefore, I didn't know a lot about it. But I am for those who are listening. There are so many scholarships out there available, whether you're a woman, no matter what your race is. It could be because your great-grandfather was Native American. There are so many scholarships available. Get those scholarships and let somebody pay for your education. If you can graduate with no student loans, you are already ahead of the game. So that is definitely, I wouldn't say it was a mistake. It was just a lack of knowledge that I wish I would have had is getting, you know, free money for for schooling. Some other financial mistakes, I would say, I wish I was, had been more bold enough negotiating salaries in the past. And even if I would have been shot down, um, it didn't matter. At least I would have tried, but I, I wish I was bold enough, more bold to negotiate salaries because I look back on how much I've worked and how hard I've worked. And I'm like, you know, I definitely could have 
made more money if, you know, or they definitely could have paid me more. So that's another financial mistake I made. Don't be afraid to go out there and request that increase. Negotiate those salaries. Don't be afraid to turn down an offer. Unfortunately, we are humans and we will fall ill. We will get sick. Healthcare is not going out of business. So I would say basically those are two definitely things I wish I would have done financially for myself. And I love that you brought up negotiating for your salary because a lot of people don't know. Usually if you have a staff position, those salaries are kind of set. But like, especially as a nurse practitioner out there, there's plenty wiggle room to negotiate your salary. And especially early on, like if you can negotiate early on in your first position, a higher salary, your floor is so much lower and it only goes up. And know that most of the time when people are making an offer to you, it's the bottom of what they have available. And so never be ashamed to ask for more. Never be ashamed to be like, listen, I need to think about this and I'll come back. Never be ashamed to turn something down because you're in fear of not being able to be employed because that's not the case. You know, nurses are highly employable. There's so many jobs out there. And if it's not a good fit, for you overall, and that includes making sure that your financial needs are covered, turn it down. Okay. <laughs> and best believe if they really want you, they'll court you and they'll try to get you back for what they for what they can pay or what you want. So I love that you mentioned that because just women in general, sometimes we don't negotiate and that's what leads to a lot of the wealth gap between men or the wage gap between men and women, because you know, They're just like, this is what I need to get paid. And I think we need to just come to employers with that same attitude. But I love it. I love it. So what like techniques or tools have really helped you in your career? I think the techniques and tools that have helped me is, for me, it was watching other people who are not in my industry and learning from those people. And I think we feel like, oh, because I'm in healthcare, I should follow someone who's in healthcare also. But I mean, there are so many entrepreneurs that I get tidbits from daily that are doing things that are different, innovative, that are lucrative to their business. And you just basically, you take the base or the foundation of what they're doing, their idea, and then you work it for yourself in your own business or whatever you are doing as an entrepreneur. So definitely that is a tool I use is that I will take business ideas or just tips from people in different industries. That has helped me a lot. Another tool, staying up to date with your industry, and especially healthcare, because it's always evolving and ever changing. And so you really have to keep up with the times, especially if you want to be profitable, if you want to be successful. And for example, these days, everyone is getting into telemedicine. And I tried to shy away from it. I was like, no, I need to see my patient in the office and oh, they got to come. And now I'm so busy. Well, if you're ready, my patient, let's just do a video chat. We'll follow up on the video. It works for them. It works for me they still get that personalized healthcare. So basically staying up with the changes in your industry, definitely, especially healthcare has helped me in my career. Yeah, I just love that healthcare is so dynamic, but there's so much opportunity to learn and grow. And just, I feel like there's limitless opportunities 
as a nurse and what you can do, but, you know, just be open. And a lot of people are afraid of change, but in changing is where you really find the most growth. So I love that. So what other, you offered a whole lot of advice (laughs) for future nurses, but if there was like one thing that you, not just for future nurses, but for a nurse out there who, maybe a nurse practitioner who's stuck in that clinic job, charting after hours, not being paid, overwhelmed on the verge of burnout, what is one tip you can give her? What's one actionable thing she can do that can really change her trajectory? her career or financial trajectory? You have to take a moment and step back and reevaluate why you decided to go into this career, into this profession. And I came to that a point in my career where I full-time practice. I was there full-time. And because I felt like I was in a box and it wasn't really what I saw myself doing long-term And um, so at that time, I was working full time in a practice and I made decision to go back for my doctorate. And it was very hard going to school full time, working full time. And so I made the decision and a lot of people probably think this is crazy, but I left a well paying benefited position. I took a PRN position as a nurse practitioner. And I just said, you know what? I need to make enough just to cover the cost of my bills at this time. I want to focus on school. And when I made that decision, that was a scary decision because I thought financially it would be hard. But because I took that time to step back, reevaluate, refocus, I would say it was probably the best decision I made because who knows? You know, school may have fell by the wayside if I would have continued working full time and the opportunities that I have now, where I am now, may have not arised had I not made that decision. So you definitely, if you are in that place, you have to step back, refocus, reevaluate, make some decisions. And sometimes they're hard decisions, but you have to look at your long-term goals versus the right here and right now. I love it. And let's talk about your upcoming workshop that you have in Tampa, Florida. Give us more deets and how can people attend that? Yeah, so it is the Nurse Practitioner Workshop. So it's Start Your Own Practice 101. And basically, it will be April 4th, 2020 at the Meet Suite right outside of Tampa in Brandon, Florida. So if you are in that area or if you want to travel to that area, the information uh, will be on my social media handles and tickets will be at Eventbrite. And so basically everything that I've learned, all the tips and tools and resources, I'm going to have some individuals who know about business law, trademarking, other nurse practitioners who started their own business, give some other resources and talk to the attendees and just basically help everyone jumpstart their dream and go for their vision of starting their own practice. Because I get hit probably on a weekly basis from nurse practitioners that are interested in starting their own practice. And they always asking me, how did I do it? What did they do? And so basically, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to do this workshop and I'm going to see how I can help others. I love it. And I'm sure that there are plenty of nurses that can benefit from this. So if you are in the Tampa, Florida area, or if you want to 
travel to the Tampa, Florida area, I know that you'll gain a lot of value from this workshop. So thank you so much, Jessica. And also just share your social media handles where people can get in contact and follow up with you. Yes, all my social media handles are Dr. Jessica Chung. So Dr. Jessica Chung on Facebook, Dr. Jessica Chung on Instagram, Dr. Jessica Chung on LinkedIn and also www.drjessicachung.com. That website, don't forget that. <laughs> so thank you so much, Dr. Jessica Chung. <laughs> I'm put to have respect on your name for joining <laughs> the Nurses on Fire community. I love how you just are so inspirational and sharing about how we have to invest in ourselves because you know, we basically have a blank check and we need to take advantage of the fact that we have so much opportunity. And thank you for sharing your story. And I know that through this workshop and through your platform, you'll inspire so many. So thank you again for coming on. Dr. Chung is such an inspiration. She's been known to emphatically state that she does not look at her profession as being a healthcare provider just as a career, but as a God-given gift and calling, and it really show. Lesson number one. The best businesses arise from solving problems that you're searching for solutions to. When the answers aren't readily available, this is an opportunity for you to create your own lane. I've researched, I've looked for a workshop, maybe a class that would help nurse practitioners start their own business, and I couldn't find it. So basically, what did I do? I created an opportunity itself. Lesson number two. I often say that the best investment you can make is in yourself, but sometimes it's not obvious that you need to pivot. You have to step back, refocus, reevaluate, make some decisions. And sometimes they're hard decisions, but you have to look at your long-term goals versus the right here and right now. Lesson number three. If you're a nurse practitioner or close to graduating and are in the Tampa, Florida area, you have to check out Dr. Chung's workshop. It's Start Your Own Practice 101. And basically, it will be April 4th, 2020 at the Meet Suite right outside of Tampa in Brandon, Florida. So if you are in that area or if you want to travel to that area, the information uh, will be on my social media handles and tickets will be at Eventbrite. And so basically everything that I've learned, all the tips and tools and resources, I'm going to have some individuals who know about business law, trademarking, other nurse practitioners who started their own business, give some other resources and talk to the attendees and just basically help everyone jumpstart their dream and go for their vision of starting their own practice. So before we close out, I want to give a huge shout out to my little homie, Sonia Carr, for passing her NCLEX. Your official girl. <laughs> I've watched Sonia go from being our unit clerk, go through nursing school, and she's now a new grad nurse. Best of luck finding your first nursing job. I couldn't be prouder of you. And I know your mom and your parents and your siblings are proud too. Heck, all of us at the birthing center are proud of you. Hey, 
Hey guys, I'm super excited to announce that I'll be speaking at the first annual Financial Freedom Summit and I want to meet you there. It's going down May 1st through 3rd, 2020 in St. Louis. So if you're ready to kick your finances in gear, the mission of the summit is simple to help you reach the next level in your financial journey, no matter where you are. Whether you're thousands in debt, building your first budget, saving six months of expenses, or close to financial independence, there's something for you at this event. What's even better is that there'll be 50 plus other financial experts for you to learn from, including my finance besties, Jamila from Journey to Launch and Kirsten and Julian from Rich and Regular. There'll be experts covering nearly every personal finance topic. This is your chance to connect with thousands of other people who have the same interests, goals, and philosophies as you. Not just that, but I'd love to meet you as well. So tickets are going fast, meaning that prices are going to increase soon. I want to make sure you get the biggest bang for your buck. Better yet, you can use a special discount code to get an even lower price. So use Freedom at checkout for 20% off your ticket. That's Freedom at checkout. Seriously, y'all, I think this event is going to be life changing for so many people. I'm super honored to be part of it. So for more information on the first annual Financial Freedom Summit, click the link in the show notes and don't forget to use the code freedom at checkout. You've been listening to Nurses on Fire. If you want to learn more about me or my guests, check out our show notes page. If you found value, please support our show by supporting our sponsors and affiliates also listed in the show notes. If you like what you're hearing, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, or whatever podcast app you're using to stream this show. You guys, tell all the nurses in your life to subscribe. (laughs) And if you know a nurse with a compelling money story and would like me to feature them, shoot me an email at nasima at financiallyintentional.com. All right, y'all. Much love and keep them fires blazing. Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye. Bye.